Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Avachas, Yoradeya Chelek Sheni, Hilchois Kilei Behema, Halacha Gimel from the beginning. Sunday morning, Parsha Shmois, Anu Chumash, Tovshin Peidalid. We dedicate the learning today, Leilu Nishmas Shlomoy Tanya Ben Rivka, whose yard site is today on the 19th of Teves. And Lilo Nishma, Eliezer, Brebnos Niyakov, Yentefravo, Bas Rabbi Shuhaye, Zavaleya, Bas Rabavrom, Tzipka Rivka, Bas Reb Hillel. And Lilo Nishma, all those that need an Eloi Neshama. And for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana, Bas Galia, Rochel, Bas Galia, Noyenachoma, Bas Galia, Shimon Eliezer, Ben Rochel, Yaakov Yehoshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Eliana Golda Bas Chanafega, Ayelet Shoshana Bas Chanaleya, Yisrael Bas Chanaleya, Talia Bas Chanafega, Dovid Ben Behia Shendel Bas Leya, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Sola Rochel Bas Yisbendel, Avigalon Bas Yisbendel, Kitigenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebaleya Bas Sipoira, Idis Bas Mariam Breindel, Michal Sola Bas Hadasa, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bashir Advoira, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Tzvi Sholem Ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Fruma Bas Genessa, Avivachaya Bas Estemindel, Daniel Boruch Ben Sora, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Shlomo Ben Rivka Sprinza, Eliyahu Ben Mariam Rus, Lei Ben Zhenya, Hillel Yisrael Ben Sora, Nechemi Zalma Ben Sora Fega, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. This halacha is based on chapter 61 in Likut Imran, which is one of the Rosh Hashanah Torahs of Rabbi Nezal. It's a major chapter in Likut Imran. And just to give a short introduction, Rabbi Nezal there quotes the Zohar Kodesh, which says, Kulhu b'machshava isberiru. Everything gets repaired in machshava. We know we speak about the Midas of Hashem, and generally we speak about ten Midas of Hashem. The lowest one is Malchus, and it goes all the way. We have a set of seven. Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Yesoid, Malchus. And then <coughs> those are referred to generally as this world. And then we have the three upper ones, which are called Chachma Bina Das or Keser Chachma Bina, which represent the head, the moyach, machshava. The Zohar HaKadosh says, everything kulhu b'machshava is bariru. Everything gets repaired up in machshava. Lahavdil, lahavdil, you have the concept of a control room, <coughs> and you have individual <coughs> rooms <coughs> that benefit from the electricity or whatever it is coming from the control room. The control room is really what's controlling everything. And if a person knows what to do, they can go into the control room and make the repair there. They don't have to go into every, each and every individual room and each and every individual wire. That's number one. Over there, in that chapter, Likudim Ran, Rabbi Nezal explains, based on the Zohar Kodesh, that everything in this world, every gashmius thing in this world, is connected to a seichel, an element of knowledge, wisdom. Picture a concept of a wire connecting each and every single item in this world to some particle of seichel. And when you want to repair the physical item, you, you need to connect to the seichel of that item. But Rabbi Nezal explains there, there's a seichel hakoilel. There's an ultimate seichel where all of these individual seichels are connected to that seichel hakoilel. And if a person could tap into that seichel hakoilel, then they can repair everything. This is an introduction 
I hope it's going to be very helpful in understanding this halacha. Rav Nosan Zal begins quoting the Pasuk in Chumash, do not plow or perform any type of work using two animals of different species that are put together. Rabbeinus <coughs> writes in chapter 61, which is entitled Chodi Rabbi Shimon, Sheikr Hamtokas Kol Hatsimsumim Vichol Hadinim when we need to correct, when we need to sweeten any judgment that's, that's in this world, in our physical world, related to a particular person or a particular place or a particular object, we want to be able to tap into the sechel that's related to that particular tzimtzum. Tzimtzum means a constriction. In our context from, for here right now, tzimtzum refers to any physical thing in this world, be it a person, be it a, a, a home, or whatever it is. Kikol, and Ravena Zalveh refers to the term, to, to din, the midas hadin, any harsh decree of Hashem, or any difficulty is being referred to as a tzimtzum. Because every, every tzimtzum and every judgment originates from and is connected to a, a particular seichel. Because as the Zohar Kodesh says, everything is really repaired in machshava. And all of these individual particles of Seichel cannot accomplish a Hamtoka Sadinim unless they're connected to and drawing from the Seichel HaKoilel on top. That comma there in, in the version of the Kutachas that I have seems to be a mistake. <coughs> that the, the individual sikhlyois can only be mamtik, vidinim that they need to be mamtik when they're receiving from the sechel hakoilel, which is koilel all sikhlyois and all tsimtsumim of the world. What is this sechel hakoilel? Shehu bechinas even shesia, kotche kodoshim. One form of this Seichel HaKoylel is the Evan Shesir, the original rock from which the world was created from, which was in the Holy of Holies in the Beis HaMikdosh. She'al yodoi nimtokin kol tzimtzumem v'chol hadinim sheboilam. And it's through that Evan Shesir, which, which was found inside the Holy of Holies in the Beis HaMikdosh, it's from there that all dinim, all judgments, and all tzimtzumim were sweetened, were repaired. Ayin Shom Kol Zeh Study this over there in chapter 61, where Rabbein Azal expounds on this. And now Rabbein Azal says, V'zeh Bechinas Isur Kilei Behemah, Based on that chapter in Likud Iman, we'll understand why combining two animals of two different species and working with both of them when they're both combined to each other, why it's forbidden. All types of work and all acts of work that take place in this world are all examples of tzimtzumim. A tzimtzum means a constriction. A constriction can mean something physical, something spiritual. Spirituality generally is referred to as something that's that's not bound by space and time and location, whereas tzimtzum means something that's finite, something that's constricted. 
So all the different types of work that, that are done in this world are all examples of tzimtzumim, because generally that's the main understanding, the main, uh, the main craftsmanship of any type of work. A person who's a shoemaker, a person who's a builder, a person who's an artist, a person who's an engineer, the, the talent that's involved in their work is to constrict, to, to be able to, to deal with that item within its place and time, and to bring forth to to bring forth vessels, tools, or whatever is needed in order for the person to perform the type of work, the action that they want to do. And all of the tzimtzumim that are related to the 39 types of work, which, which Rav Nosanzal told us earlier, represent all the different types of work, we need to know that our mission in this world is to repair these, these different types of work and to sweeten any midah sadin that's related to them. And to disconnect them from the original tumor of the snake, from the original sin of Adam Arishain, which the Torah tells us resulted in 39 curses affecting the world. Which resulted in the struggle to earn a livelihood, which is based on these 39 types of work. That's what's meant by the curse that's issued after the Odom and Chavayit from the Yitzhadas, that with your sweat and toil and struggle, you will earn your livelihood. And therefore, when a Jew is going out to work, whatever the type of work is, we need to know that this work is originating from a curse, from 39 curses that Hashem issued at the time of the Eitz Hadas. And this work is also originating from the, the fact that there was a snake that, co- that convinced Adam and Chava to eat from the Eitz Hadas, and thereby this snake injected his venom, his tumor, into mankind. And therefore, when we go out to work, we need to know that there's an element of having to sanctify ourselves, to purify ourselves with tremendous kedusha in order to keep in mind that whatever work we're doing, we're doing it for Hashem. In order to purify and refine all types of business and all types of work, which are all included in this umbrella term of these 39 types of work, what we want to make sure to do is to separate them, to remove them from that tumor of the snake, which was imposed on the world, which was imposed especially on the, the work involved in trying to earn a livelihood. And the main way that we sweeten and purify all the different types of work, which we said are an example of tzimtzumim, a constriction, something finite. The way that we correct this and repair this and, and refine this is through the particular seichel that's related to that particular type of work or tzimtzum. Ki yesh Because every different type of work has an element of seichel related to it. 
שאין אומנס ומלאכה שלא יהיה בו איזה שכל וחכמה. There is no such thing as any type of work or craftsmanship or trade that doesn't have some שכל or חכמה related to it. A person learns how to sew, a person learns how to build, a person learns whatever they learn. That has a, a seichel, a gashmiyah seichel related to it, and that seichel is rooted above in holy seichel. Alkein, tzrichen liro islasay, samalochav amasumatim bekidusha gedoyla. Therefore, When a Jew is doing any type of work, we have to make sure to be doing that work or business with tremendous holiness. What does that mean? To connect whatever knowledge, whatever intellect is involved in doing the work that we're doing, to connect it to its roots. To connect it to its roots. To the specific seichel in spirituality, hashayach laoisoi haseichel vatsimtsum shel oisam alocha, which is related to the particular knowledge or intellect that's related to the work that I'm doing. Shaydezeh mamtik oisoi hatsimtsum. By a person doing this, that's how they sweeten and they correct the vatsimtsum that they're dealing with. Because there's a rule that's mentioned in the Sifrei Kabbalah that when you want to sweeten a din, a tzimtzum, you have to go to the roots, to the source of that din. You have to go to the specific seichel that's re- related to that tzimtzum, to that din, shehu shoroshoi whereby that seichel is the source, the origin of that tzimtzum. If a person isn't familiar with these terms, it's hard to put your finger on it. What exactly are we talking about here? But the answer is, we could, we could give an example. Again, a, a tailor who sews clothing, there's the knowledge that that tailor has about the needles, the different types of needles, the different types of thread, the different types of clothing, the different co- all the different things. There's a seichel involved. And that action of, of sewing clothing is a, a, it's a form of a tzimtzum. And there is an aspect, whenever there's tzimtzum, whenever there's constriction, again, it takes place in a particular finite area. There's the sewing machine, there's the, the, the workshop that the person has, whatever it is. And the, the seichel that's related to the work that that person does has a connection to holiness. We know that in the Mishkan, in the Beis Hamikdash, there was sewing that was done. And it's mentioned in the Torah. The Torah speaks about this. So there is a connection of this to seichel dikdusha. And, and when a person is doing their work, we need to keep in mind that we want to do our work according to the Torah, following all the laws of the Torah, and connecting to the seichel dikdusha. I once heard a beautiful, very important thing from Rebbe Yechayim Reis, that also will shed light on this. There's a Gemara that says, Godoil hanena biyagir kapov, miyagir kapov, yoisem yirei shomayim. You have two different types of people. One is called a yirei shomayim, a person who's learning full-time, full-time devoted to avoidus Hashem, spiritually. Whereas you have a person But the person who's, who's learning full-time has to be supported by others. The Mishnah says, If there's no flour, if there's no bread, there's no Torah. So the person needs people to support them, to sustain them, in order to allow them to be able to be learning Torah full-time. That's called Yerei Shamayim in this particular Pasuk. And Nenem Yegiyah Kapov means a person who benefits from their own work. They support themselves. So the Gemara says that a Nenem Yegiyah Kapov is greater than Yerei Shamayim. Why? Because there's a Pasuk that says, Ashrei Yerei Hashem. Fortunate is one who is Yerei Hashem. Whereas when it comes to a Nenem Yegiyah Kapov, it says, Yegiyah Kapecha Ki Soichel, Ashrecha v'toivloch. 
that if a person supports themselves and they learn Torah and they do mitzvahs, by them it says, Ashrecha v'toivloch, like a double blessing. It says, the Gemara says, Ashrecha v'oilam azeh v'toivloch v'oilam It's good for you in this world and it'll be good for you in the next world. Surah mentioned, many Mephoshim ask, just because a person goes out to work, he's, he's so blessed and he's considered greater than Yirei Hashem? And one of the answers that's given is, note, it says, a person who is benefiting from the work of their hands. <coughs> Meaning that this is referring to a person who when they're working, their hands are involved in the work but their brain is connected to Hashem. They're thinking of Torah, they're thinking of serving Hashem, they're thinking of mitzvahs. But then the question was asked, what about a person whose work requires putting their head into the work? It's not easy work that they do with their hands and their mind can be somewhere else completely. The nature of that person's work is that they have to really be thinking a lot and concentrating with their brain on what they're doing. What about such a person? And the answer was that even such a person, there's two parts to the brain and the seichel of a person. There's the chitzonius and the pneumius. There's the outer level of a person's intellect, and there's the inner level. And, and the, the point that was made was that even a person who has to use their head for work, it's only the chitzonius of the brain that should be devoted to the work. There's a certain pneumius of the person's brain, of the person's machshava, that's only connecting to Hashem, that's only thinking about Hashem, and thinking about ruchnius, about spirituality. And it's about that person that the Pesach says he's greater than, than Yirei Hashem. So that, for example... There are people who go to work and their whole head is in their work and the person says, oh yeah, I forgot to daven mincha or I forgot to to do a very, very important mitzvah that needed to be done at that particular time. How could you forget? How could you possibly forget? The answer is my entire brain was in the work. I didn't leave a certain part of my brain out that's that's connected to sechel dikdusha, that's connected specifically to holiness to mitzvah, to Torah. Any questions? Well, that's a quick question. So, Hashem decides what's going to be. I mean, we could do our status, but whether someone gets a job, a project, or whatever it is, that's that's the Rav Hashem. So, can, can the Rav just explain how that happens? Because... We could do our status, but essentially Hashem decides it whether you're working or not, or whether you're paying your bills or not. Can the Rav just touch upon that? The answer is that we, what we don't realize is that whether a person is working or not and the particular job that a person gets or the particular work is all connected to the tikkun of that person's neshama, number one, and to the tikkun that needs to be made in the world. Here again, a tailor. This, this, I'm just, just using that as a muscle. There's particular clothing, there's particular things that require a tikkun. And there's a particular person at a particular given time that's in a position to make the tikkun for that clothing, for that thread, for that machine, for all of those things related. So that there's a lot going on that we're not aware of, that we can't, we can't be aware of. We're doing our ishtadlas, we're trying to exist and to sustain ourselves and to be successful while we're living in this world to the extent that we understand how to define success and what we need and what we don't need and when we need it. But we need to believe that Hashem is the one who's moving all the parts. We're like puppets in the world to some degree. Even though we have Bechira, there is an element of Bechira, but Hashem behind the scenes is moving all the pieces and He's the one who we, we pray that Hashem should put us in the right place at the right time and that we should do the right thing in order that we should get our tikkun and in order that we should participate properly in tikkun ha'ilam, in repairing the world and everything in it that needs to be repaired. Okay, 
Thank you. So you were saying, Rav, uh, when you go to Ben Gurion Airport tonight and you see all the people that are, you know, dressed up like Siddiquim, in the back of your mind you're thinking that you're doing a tikkun by dressing and acting a certain way, even though you really wouldn't have a cup of coffee with these people and you really don't want to, like, you know, engage in them. <laughs> so is that the right mikshava I should have when, I'm, when I have to go out and... and uh, I really don't want to see certain people. But the, the, answer, am I is, the answer is that every single person that we see and every, everything that we engage in throughout the day with all of our five senses, everything we see, everything we hear, everything we smell, everything we taste, everything that comes within our, our sphere of influence, there's a reason for it. We need to know there's a reason for it. It's, there's Hashigocha Prati, and, and again, I'm asking Hashem, guide me what the correct way to interact. Sometimes you could just give a person a smile instead of giving a person a dirty look just because they're a little different from, they look differently from how I look, or what, that kind of thing. Get, show a pleasantness, and that alone could be a Kiddush Hashem, Kvot Shemayim. That alone could be a major accomplishment. So we need to know that we're, we're constantly, that there are these tzimtzumim, there is this, these 39 curses that Hashem imposed on the world, there is this tumah of the snake that's prevalent everywhere, and our mission is tikkun. We want to be involved in the process of tikkun. Question in the chat. Rav Nosanzal is saying that every work has its own particular seichel digdusha. It seems that the part of the brain that's connected to Hashem and that tells a person when it's time for Mincha is the same regardless of what time of work they're doing. The answer is <clears throat> that there's levels. There's a particular seichel. Let's say, again, a person who's a tailor needs to know, needs to have the training and knowledge of experience to be able to do their tailoring work properly. Another person Who's a, who's a, who builds electrical machines, needs to know the seichel for that. All of these seichels, begashmias, are connected to seichels baruchmias, the Torah, the 613 mitzvahs in the Torah, and all of the seichel that's found in the Torah in the world is, is infinite, it's vast. So all of this gashmias seichel is connected to ruchmias seichel, to individual letters in the Torah or words in the Torah. And all of those letters and words are connected to a Seichel HaKoyle. The fact that everyone, every Jew needs to daven Mincha, but again, one person is davening Mincha here, one person is davening Mincha there. One person is able, has the privilege of davening with a minion, another person doesn't. And, and all the different circumstances related to it that differ between each and every single person. Rab says, now we could understand how the Torah describes Betzalel, who was the person in charge of all the different craftspeople and artists and everything that were involved in doing the work for the Mishkan, the Pesach says, Hashem said, I will fill him with the divine spirit. I'll give him all Dalet Moichen, I'll give him all of the different aspects of holy Seichel that are needed in order to be able to, to manage the physical work that would be done by all the different craftsmen that were involved in, in the construction of the Mishkan and, and in operating the Mishkan. Betzalel knew and understood all aspects of holy chachma that are related to each and every individual type of work that was done for the Mishkan. Bechinois, as it says there in the Pasuk, Lachshoiv Machshovois, Lasois Bechol Malocha, that Betzalel would think whatever thoughts he needed to think about in order to accomplish all the different types of work. Kihoyoyodea, Lachshoiv Machshovois. Betzalel knew how to think properly. 
דהיינו המחשבה והחוכמה והשכל השייך לכל מלוך המלוכות. He understood the thoughts and the wisdom and the knowledge that was relevant and related to each and every different type of work that was needed for the Mishkan. And it's through this seichel, that's what sweetened any aspect of din, any tzimtzum that was related to that particular type of work. Because the Gemara tells us, Betzalel had the knowledge to know how to combine the different letters of the Torah which Hashem used to create heaven and earth. Because Rav Nosan Sal tells us now, the letters of the Aleph Beis that with which Hashem created each and every single item in this world, they represent the Seichel that's related to each and every item in this world. Because there's a posseg that tells us that everything, everything was created bidvar Hashem, with the speech of Hashem. Speech means words and letters. We have another posseg that says, Kulam bechachma asisa, that Hashem created everything with chachma. The chachma is in those letters. And in each and every single word that Hashem speaks, in each and every single letter, there is wisdom. Because speech is a revelation of what's in a person's mind, what's in a person's brain. As it says in Mishlei, From his mouth comes forth intellect. Referring to the, the chachma by which that particular object was created. Betzalel had this knowledge of knowing the different letters that were used to create heaven and earth. <laughs> he knew the letters and the wisdom of Hashem that was related to each and every single item in creation of heaven and earth. Whereby everything that Hashem created, every tree, every leaf, every bird, every single thing Hashem created is a tzimtzum. Whereby Hashem constricted His heavenly light, His spiritual light, and each and every single object differently, so that this aspect of Hashem's light should form a bird, and this should form a leaf on a tree, and this should form a rock, all the different things. And that's why Betzalel was involved in the construction of the Mishkan. Because the Torah tells us that all the 39 different types of work <coughs> were involved in the Mishkan. As the Gemara says, we learn out all the different types of work that a Jew is not allowed to do on Shabbos, we learn it out from the Mishkan. Ki mishkan hi because the Mishkan was a forerunner of the Beis HaMikdosh, Shehu Bechinas Das, which is a center of knowledge, wisdom. We know the famous statement in the Gemara, Kol mi sheyesh ki ilu nivne Beis Any person who has the proper knowledge it's as if the Beis HaMikdosh were built during their time. So the Beis HaMikdosh represents Das, and it had the highest body of Das in the world in it. The Supreme Court, the Sanhedrin Agdoila, was in the Beis HaMikdosh. And the Koyhanim, who were, these were the advisors of the Jewish people, these were the brains of the Jewish people. Bechinas Kodesh. 
And das is also synonymous with Kodesh. There's a pasuk Kadesh li kol bechoyer. Sanctify all the firstborn. Bechoyer means first. Bechoyer is chachma, reish is chachma. Chachma is called bechoyer. <coughs> so das, knowledge, is also called Kodesh. Ki hasecha mikra Kodesh. Hainu sheshom klulim kol hachachmois vechol hasichliois. There, in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdosh, was included all the different types of Chachma and Seichel. Shekula mekabla mehaseichel hakoilel. And all of those types of Seichel all receive from the ultimate Seichel. Shehu Kodshe Kodoshim, which is the Holy of Holies. Bechinas Evan Shesia, that founding rock of the world. Kikol hatsensunim v'cholam alochais nimshochamiho Evan Shesia, all different types of work <coughs> and all tzimtzumim in this world all originate from and draw from the Evan Shasia from which the world was founded. And again, that's also the source of all tzimtzumim of all different things Hashem created and all the different types of work in this world. And this is why the Shulchan Aruch, when it discusses the laws of Tishabav, it says, Hani Nashi Amra Those women who who abstain from sowing, from doing major sowing, from when the month of Av begins, that's a custom during the nine days, what we call the nine days. Because the nine days lead up to Tishaba, when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed and the Evan Shesia <coughs> went away. Because again, the Evan Shesia is the source from which all different types of seichel emanate and all different types of work. which are tzimtzumim. Because each and every individual tzimtzum draws from its individual seichel that's related to it. And all these individual seichels receive from the seichel hakoilel, which is a composite of all of them. Shehu bechinas kotshe kodoshin, which is represented by the holy of holies in the Beis Hamikdash, bechinas even shesia, that original rock shemimenu hushtas olam, from which the world was founded. Any questions? Paragraph base. Vese bechinas masha osur lachroish velim shoich velasois melacha bishnei behemois yachad. And based on this, we'll understand why the Torah tells us we are not allowed to take two animals <coughs> that are from different species and put them together and do work using both of these animals at the same time. <coughs> now, Rav Nosson is using different terms that are used in Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifrei Hasidus, and he's showing us how they're related to each other. The term Tzimtzum means a constriction. There's there's lack of constriction, when we talk about seichel, wisdom, knowledge, light, there usually we're talking about something that it, in its original form has no tzimtzum. It's infinite. And we know that Hashem, in order to create the world, was mitzamtzim. He constricted everything. He put everything into vessels and shapes and forms. So Rav Nosanzal tells us here <clears throat> that every tzimtzum, every constriction, constriction means limiting the light, decreasing the light in a sense, which is an example of midas <clears> hadin, 
because chesed is always a concept of broadening, opening up. Hashem, open your hands and give us everything we need. Din is a concept of closing, tzimtzum, constriction. So Rav Zal says, all tzimtzumim, which are dinim, are behema. We refer to them as behema, shehu heder adas. Because the behema, behema, the term behema means lack of, inte- lack of intelligence. Ki horachmonos v'achesed hu bechinas das. Because kindness is associated with das, with wisdom, knowledge. Whereas constriction, judgment, givura, is a concept of lack of minimizing, shrinking the das. As Rabbeinazal speaks about this in many places, in chapter 21, 56, and and our mission in this world, the mission of the Jewish nation, is to elevate Behema to Adam. That's our main mission in this world. Because man represents Seichel. That's what Adam represents. We mentioned in the past that the word Adam is Bigimatria three times Yud Hey. The letters Yud Hey of Hashem's name. And Yud and Hey of Hashem's name represent Seichel, Chachma and Bina. Three times Yud K, because there are three elements to the brain Chachma Bina Das, or Keser Chachma Bina. So Adam, man, represents Seichel, intellect. <coughs> And our mission is to purify and correct and, and repair all the tzimtzumim, all the dinim, which are associated with lack of das, behema, and to elevate them, to refine them and elevate them from behema to Adam. From din to chesed. <clears throat> I, I mentioned in the past, I mentioned it recently, that the Benish Chai writes that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal, when he spoke against the Roman government and he had to run and hide for his life, so he ran away and he hid in a cave with his son Rabbi Elazar. And the, the Gemara and the Zohar Kodesh say that a miracle occurred, that a carob tree sprouted up <clears throat> and a spring of water, which is what nourished them. That's what they lived on for 13 years, that they were in that cave hiding out. So the Ben Ishchai asks, why specifically those two things? And he answers, that the Hebrew word for carob is charuv. Charuvin means carob. <clears throat> the word charuv is bigematria gvura. Gvura means midasadin. Mayim, mayim represents ahava, waters of love. Mayim rabim lo yuchlu And this was a message to Rabbi Shema Bar on his son that this is going to be your mission. Your mission is hamtoka sadinim, sweetening judgments. <clears throat> to go from din to chesed, from behema to adam, from tzimtzum to harchov, to sechel. V'tzorech levarer ulahamte kol din v'tzimtzum al yedei hasechel hashayech loy daika shehu sharoshoy. And in order to correct, to purify, to sweeten a particular din or tzimtzum, it requires the specific seichel that's related to that particular din or tzimtzum, which is its source. And this is the main accomplishment of the 39 acts of work, which we said earlier, they are tzimtzumim, that our job is to, to remove them from the tumor of the snake, and to sweeten them, 
to elevate all the different work that we are doing, to elevate it to the status of the work that was done in the Mishkan. Question in the chat. Doesn't the, the Evan Shasia still exist inside the famous mask on Harabayas? It exists, but it's non-functional in terms of being the source of all Chachma at this time because we don't have <coughs> the clea for it, which is the Beis HaMikdash. Correct. It, it, it's, it hasn't been destroyed, eliminated completely, but it's hidden. It's not operating the way it needs to operate, the way it was able to operate when we had the Beis HaMikdash. Question, we are clueless as to what, what's the, the shorish of each symptom. So how can we accomplish this? Stay tuned. We're, we're going to learn about this. That there are tzaddikim, that, that's the, the function of the tzaddik emes, who, who knows, who understands all of this, and he knows the seichel hakoilel. He is the seichel hakoilel. He is the beis hamikdosh. And therefore, he is in a position to be able to correct all of this and to help us participate in, in, in correcting all of this. Question, what a person can do practically to elevate the work that they do to the status of Malech HaMishkan? <clears throat> the answer is many things. Number one, to, to give tzedakah from the money that they earn from their work. By a person giving miser, giving 10% or 20% of, of the money that they earn from their work, they're sanctifying their work. Because the Mishkan, the Mishkan and the Beis Samikdash were a form of charity. It says in the Torah, Kol Nediv Lev, if he asks, how is it made? It was made through the charitable donations and gifts of all of Klal Yisrael. This one gave gold, this one gave silver, copper, this one gave thread, this one gave die. Each one donated and contributed. So one description of the Mishkan and the Beis Mikdash is tzedakah. And when we work and we give tzedakah from our work, that's one of the ways that we're sanctifying it. Another way is, is any Kiddush Hashem that a person can make while they're working. Anything that we can do to bring honor to Hashem, to thank Hashem for the fact that I have work to do and that I'm able to, to earn, I'm able to support myself, to sustain myself. All the different facets of connecting, the, the different ways of connecting to Hashem while the person's working. And, and based on what we're learning here, we understand why it's forbidden to perform any act of work combining two different types of animals. Because if we combine two different species of animals, we're trying to combine two different tzimtzumim, which are these two different animals. Shehem Ikar Achiza Sadin Vatsimsum. Behema is a major place where the Mida Sadin and Simsum applies. Wherever there's less das, there's more tzimtzum, there's more din. Das is mamtig din. And therefore a cow, a donkey, these animals which represent the epitome of lack of, lack of low das, limited das, Therefore, over there you have the greatest attachment of din and simsum. And therefore, we can't purify it. We can't accomplish the tikkun we need to unless you're dealing with a particular type of behema only. Then, then it's possible for me to be mamtikit by going to its source, to the seichel that's related to it, the pipe that it draws from. But when we combine two different types of species, then the tzimtzumim get mixed up together. 
ואזי אי אפשר להרוס כל אחד לשלוש ולשכל השייך לו לבדי בפרוטיאס. And then once they're mixed up like that, we cannot connect each and every one of them to the specific seichel that's related to them. Ve'oz yefshel ha'mtikoi. And then we cannot perform the tikkun that's needed for it. Ki ikar ha'mtoko alidei ha'seichel ha'proti ha'shayach lo'i levadoi. Because as Rabbeinu Zal explained in Likut Yemran, chapter 61, in order to be mamtik v'din, you have to go to the specific individual seichel that's related to that din. V'azai k'she'enam mintokim. And now when the person combines two different animals and they're not able to be mamtik v'din, machma shenesavu shneimiri behemois. Because the two different species of animals got mixed together. Shehem tachles ha-tzimtzumim, which are the epitome of tzimtzum, and we went ahead and made them yachad, we combined them together. Azai nechaz chas v'shom zuam ha-sanochash bo'isam alochem ilam tes malochash o'isimayim. Then what happens is that original tumor, the snake, gets attached to whatever type of work the person is doing of the 39 types of work. Ki ikar achizosom Rav Nosan Zalmeyar tells us an incredible, important fact. The main achiza of the sitrachra is when things are mixed up, when there's a mixture. Shezeu b'chinas ta'aroives eitzadas toivora. That was the problem with the eitzadas. What's wrong? It's das. The answer is toiv and ra are mixed together in it. That's a problem. When good and bad are mixed together, the sitrachra, the forces of evil and negativity, can draw from that. And it's very difficult or impossible to repair that. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a wonderful week. The next shir on Mikutei will be Emir Tzashem, 8.05, Thursday morning, Eretz Yisrael time, Emir Tzashem. Please keep me in mind in your tefillos. I hope to be going on a mission to, to, to try to do good things for, for Klal Yisrael, for Breslov, that Hashem should watch over me and all of us, protect us from everything we need to be protected from, and to be zirche, to accomplish everything we need to accomplish. Zirche, together to welcome the Gula Shlema, Bias Moshiach, Binyan Beisamitosh, Merv Yameinu, Amen V'Yameinu. The Chaim Aran Shir will take place this afternoon, 4.30, Eretz Yisrael time, Hamid Zashem.